the Immeasurably More Mini Messages. I'm Erin, here with my mom, Jill, and today we are talking about the God who writes our stories. We're talking about this because that's exactly what Tanya said in her episode on Monday, that God writes our story, and he does such a far better job of it than we ever could, and yet this is coming from a woman who watched two of her children go through a bone marrow transplant. If you don't know what that's like, it's very invasive, and it's a very serious procedure, and not everyone survives a bone marrow transplant. In addition to that, after both of her children had bone marrow transplants at different times, one after the other, basically, She, not long after that, was diagnosed with breast cancer and had both of her breasts removed. And so here's a woman who has gone through all of that and yet says, God does far beyond what we could imagine and his plans are always bigger than ours. What Tanya shared reminds me of a verse, many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails, Proverbs 19.21. You know, if I were to have written our story it would have been written totally different. And one thing Tanya said too is God is writing our story. This isn't our story to write. And the truth is, as humans, we want to write our own story. We want it to look a certain way. We want it to be easy, smooth sailing. But if you think about it, how much would we lose out on if we were the ones writing our story? I mean, we think that we want to avoid pain and avoid hardship, but how much do we gain from those moments in our life? The hard things that God allows us to go through We gain so much as a result of it. And if we were to write our story, one, we're not God. So so we can't write our own story. Exactly. Exactly. But if we were to do that, if that was a possibility, we would not want any of those things to be a part of our story. And yet sometimes those are the exact things that are the most impactful and really change who we are. That is so profound and so true. And we do want to write our own story. You're right. We would not write our story with pain or struggle or tribulation or troubles of any kind. We just wouldn't write our story that way. I know I wouldn't. Right. And yet it's those very things that have made me the person I am today. Mm-hmm. I, every struggle has had an impact in my life and has changed my heart. God has used Every single thing we have walked through as a family, everything with your brother Hunter, everything with your dad and going through cancer three times, all of your journey, Aaron, that you have really yet to share fully. I mean, situations with your sister Cameron. I mean, I literally, it's like I your keep own going, right? My own uh, struggle with anxiety and depression and so many things I could share. And I would not have said, oh, yes, put that in my story, God. That's right. going to be wonderful. No, I would not have wanted any of those things. And yet it is those very things that has allowed me to grow and be the woman that I am right now. And I'm so thankful for all of them. Yes. I would say, I don't want to go through them again, (laughs) meaning like no more God, no more shoes dropping, please. I've said that many times like, Oh no, we don't want the next shoe to drop. And then a 500 shoes drop. (laughs) But that just makes me think of Psalm 139 too. Like God knows every detail of how we're knit together and how he created us. So of course he knows the story that needs to be written for our lives so that the end game is always that we know him and we love him. You know, we think maybe the end game is this American dream. I just use that cliche because we live in the United States of America and Americans have this cliche. Oh, you're living the American dream. Well, 
our version of an American dream includes probably prosperity mm-hmm. and having the best of all things and, you know, living in a certain neighborhood or having a certain, you know, type of job or whatever those things might be that we think is going to bring us happiness. When the truth is all of those things fall short apart from having a relationship with God, the most important thing about who we are is our relationship with God. And yet most of us, you know, go through a great majority of our lives, not even realizing that and realizing really that all those other things fall empty and short. And that's when we realize we need God. And what's your why in life? Because I think that if we know what our why is, it changes our perspective of our story. Because if our why is ultimately to honor and glorify God and to know him more and to do his will on this earth, then it changes how we view our stories because then we trust that no matter what is a part of our story, that God is one, working it all together for good. And two, that he is working it to draw us near to himself and to make us more like him. And so if we have the perspective in each and every one of our stories that I want to honor God in whatever season I'm in, whatever season he places me in. And also if we trust that God is who he says he is, then we can trust him to write our stories. Right. And you've said the word trust twice. And as you're talking, I'm like trusting him. Like when we trust him, we trust him with our stories, all the things that are involved in our stories. And I can't help but thinking about that verse. Many people have heard it before. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. I love the part about not leaning on your own understanding. <laughs> we, I think, feel like we tend to lean on our own understanding in all circumstances. And it's like, we can't understand why is this happening? And we're confused and we're frustrated and we're sad and we're struggling. And that's because we're leaning on our own understanding. And obviously, yes, you know, when you go through difficult seasons, you're going to be emotionally involved in that season and you're going to feel all the things you need to feel. But at the end of the day, you have to make a choice to trust God in that circumstance. And another um, thing regarding what you said, that makes me think of something that Tanya said, which I have never heard this before. She said, live life backwards. Mm. What do you want to be remembered for? Wow. Live life backwards. So it's kind of like what you're referring to and what is your why? Meaning like, what's the point? Right. Another thing she said along those lines was think about what you want to be remembered by. What we do in this life prepares us for the next. And if we live our lives, like, what do you want to be remembered by? I don't know about you, but I want to be remembered by loving Jesus and loving other people. Right. That is, I want him to mark my life, every single aspect of it. And yes, do we go through ups and downs, mountain peaks and valleys. We go through all these hard things in life, but where are we turning to? Who are we turning to? I think who we turn to makes all the difference. Like if we're turning to the world and the success that we can achieve here and all that we can achieve in and of our own strength, we turn to our own strength, to ourselves or to the people around us, those things will eventually fall short and they'll end up being empty and meaningless ultimately. But when we turn to God and trust him with our stories, anything is possible. And he says that with God, all things are possible. So our stories, even if they do include all of the things we've mentioned, can be immeasurably more than anything we could have ever imagined. Because 
God's writing the story because he's involved because we're seeking him and we're trusting him. And ultimately, what kind of an impact do we want to have in this life? I mean, do we just want to live our lives for ourselves or just to get by? No, like you said, there has to be a why. And like she said, Tanya, live life backwards. What do you want the end game to look like so that you start to live in that way to achieve that? Right. And it's like having an eternal perspective, living with heaven in mind. And if we do that, if we keep God at the forefront of everything that we do, how we live our life, how we love and treat other people in every aspect, then it changes how we live and it changes how we view our stories that God has given to us. Right. And having an eternal perspective, obviously you can't even have an eternal perspective without God. Right. Like he is eternal. And therefore, when we focus on him, we can have an eternal perspective. I feel like when you have an eternal perspective, it puts everything on earth in perspective. And that reminds me also of another verse in Psalm 139. First of all, the entire Psalm is amazing. And, but this particular portion, all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. That puts everything in perspective. Absolutely. God has ordained every single day for us before we even took our first breath. That's a reason to trust him right there. And that's another reason to trust that he's got our story taken care of. Right. Because he absolutely does. And not only has he ordained our days, therefore he's ordained our moments because moments make up days. And he gives us the very air that we breathe in order to live out the story that he has created. Now, you know, we're sitting here talking about this and it's true and it's awesome. So how can we live it every day though? You know, right. you know I mean, do we live this every day of our lives? Well, I don't. I know that I lose sight of the fact that God's writing the story, you know, and that I don't have an eternal perspective every day. I just don't. I want to, and I pray that I would more and more, but I get caught up in the circumstances. And we all do. And I think that it's those moments of pain and hardship that remind us of that eternal perspective. It kind of is a perspective shift almost that, you know, we could be going through life on overdrive and just going, 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 and life's going great, or there's nothing going wrong in our life. And yet I feel like God sometimes stops us in our track and is like, I'm writing this story and I want you to keep your focus and eyes on me. And although those moments are often really hard, they are so valuable because they turn our perspective back to him, back to the one who is the author of our story. Right. And Tanya actually talked about tangible ways that they did that, where they stopped, yeah, where God stopped them. Because of all they had gone through, they stopped and noticed life's details mm. that we often overlook. When we're so busy and we're caught up with everything else, they started seeing the blessings in each day and in each moment. And not only that, she talked about like every night as a family, they would get together and talk about the blessings that God had given them that day. And sometimes it was as simple as strawberries or yeah. flowers or the simple things that we often overlook because we are so caught up. And not only are we caught up in all the things we have to do in a day, but we also get caught up. 
I think, in wishing our story was different. Mm. Yeah. Especially if we're going through a difficult season, heartbreak, trials, circumstances that are so difficult. We get caught up in, you know, wanting our story to be different instead of being in the moment and asking God for the strength to get through that moment and to glorify Him regardless. And so I felt like those were good reminders, especially the giving thanks at the end of the day. I know you and I were doing it in the morning, <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, just, and your sister and I actually, when you were living in Virginia, we had a little booklet where we, wrote down the things that we were thankful for at night before that. bed. We need to do that again. See, I we know. do these things, then we stop doing them. I don't know why we stopped doing those things. But, um, and I, you know, I want to end again. I'm getting in the habit of doing this at the end of our mini messages, because what you share at the end of the main message is so amazing and powerful. And I want to repeat it. So I'm going to do that. You said, where have you seen the fingerprints of God in your story? Do you only notice him when everything is going according to your own desires? Or have you seen him meet you in your darkest valleys? God provides in your pain. He gives strength to sustain you. Peace in the chaos. Grace for your mistakes. Rest for your weary soul. He provides life for today and hope for tomorrow. He is the one writing your story. And then you always end with this. And this is so powerful. You matter. Your life matters and your story can make an impact that lasts for eternity. Make a difference today for someone who's fighting for their tomorrow. Let's end by just thanking God for writing each and every one of our stories. Yes. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the gift of life and every breath that you give us, Lord. Uh, Thank you for writing our stories. We think we know better and we think that we can write a better story. And yet, you created us, you created all that exists and you wrote our stories and you are a good, good father. And you will continue to complete the good work that you started in all of our lives. Lord, help us to trust you more, help us to seek you more, help us to know and love you more, Lord, and help us to know that in the midst of whatever it is that we're going through, that you will not leave us in that circumstance. Lord, that you walk with us, that you carry us, and you will work all things together for good for those who love you. And Lord, help us to remember that you are going to do immeasurably more than all we could ever ask or imagine. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.